This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the graphic novel Hookie and Fortune Cookies. It is January 2023, and you are listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. <sighs> that happened in the last week. Linnea's over there yawning, which is <laughs> up too late partying. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> As we all were. So I'm this week's host, Evan. Joining me are my co-host, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. That is me. And let's get this week started off with our pop culture references. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. This coming week... On January 4th, 2023, is going to be the premiere of The Bad Batch Season 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we reviewed Season 1 back on Episode 47, so August of 2021. And, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where the second season goes. It's going to have Wookiee Jedi. I like Wookiee Jedi. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> My pop culture reference for this week is that mom has gotten the Duolingo family plan for me and Linnea. We've been doing... <laughs> Linnea's over there yawning. My God, you are tired. So yeah, we've all been doing Duolingo for a while now, and mom has decided to get the family plan for all of us. So we all have Super Duolingo, which gives us no ads and more features. So for those listening who might not know what Duolingo is, what is it? It's an app that helps you learn languages. What language are you learning right now, Linnea? Uh, I haven't been using it. <laughs> I'm learning Swedish. Are you going to start using it, Linnea? Maybe. Mom so just if, asked me if I wanted to be included, and I was like, oh, sure. So if you did start using it, what language would you uh, study? Well, I have a bunch of languages on it. Like, I have Japanese and Korean and also Swedish and Spanish, and also Italian. I gotta know which one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Evan, you're only studying Swedish. Yeah. I also have the two languages from Game of Thrones. Oh, so you're going to start studying made-up languages? <laughs> I did a while ago. <laughs> Why? Because I thought it'd be fun. And But you've never even watched the show. <laughs> yeah. Next, we're going to start studying some Star Wars languages. Just going to hear Linnea walking around. Ooh, teeny. Do they have Star Wars languages on Duolingo? Isn't that... Oh, no, I don't think so. Well, not the last time I, I mean, checked. I, I think they have Klingon, I've heard. Yeah, and they, have, from the, Star uh, they Trek. have another one, too. From Game of Thrones, I think. Oh, Klingon's from Star Trek? Yeah. Uh, I started learning that one. You started learning Klingon? Yeah. I don't remember anything from it, though. Are you just randomly picking languages? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you going to learn Esperanto, too? It's, like, it's kind of like a game, like, ooh, what does this mean? I'll pick that. Oh, I got it wrong. All right. Is that all of our news? I think. What about me? Oh, yeah. One day off. My pop culture news is that it's Dad's birthday. Woo! The day that we're recording this. Along with... The new year, we also have a new dad. He... A new dad. <laughs> we got a new dad this year. He's got he's got a new age, and he's like starting a new year. A new age? 
Yeah. <laughs> what was your New Year's resolution, Dad? I don't really make New Year's resolutions. What about you, Linnea? I didn't make one. I have one. What is it? To not die. Is that's yours every year? <laughs> to not you die. You can only fail it once. Do you just do you just <laughs> say that's your resolution to make that joke? I mean, it's also really easy. Now on to our main topic for this week, the graphic novel Hookie. Hookie is a graphic novel created and illustrated by Miriam Benastri Tour. It was originally created on the app Webtoon before being published. It follows two young kids, Danny and Dorian, on their journey around this magical world as they miss their school bus and start taking wacky adventures and learning the dark history about their family. So this is volume one of the series, right? Yeah. There's a few. I don't know how many there are out now. I've seen, well, we've seen volume two in the store. That's where you first ran across this. And I saw a little preview of volume three, but it was—it just said volume three. There's no actual pictures for it. I think volume three is coming out. Yeah, I think there are going to be multiple, like, there are going to be more volumes still. The original webcomic seems pretty long. So we were walking through a bookstore and you came across this, Evan. Had you seen it before? No. I had heard of Webtoon, which it was created on, but I haven't. I saw it on Webtoon. Do you watch Webtoon? No, I read Webtoon. Well, I mean, it's reading and watching. So are they animated on Webtoon? No, it's you don't watch it. It's just you read it. It's like a graphic but novel, watching, but online. You're watching the... Instead of like flipping pages, you just scroll down. Okay, so it's like an online comic book. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in this case, they took all of her online drawings and condensed them into a book, or volume one in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also noticed they made a bit of edits to make everything seem better, so it's slightly different from the webcomic. Who was your favorite character in this book? Well, maybe we should talk about a few of the characters first. So the story centers around a set of twins, right? Danny and Dorian White. While they're adventuring, they also meet the princess of the world, Monica. Is she the princess of the world? The princess of the, the of this of this least, area, of not the, the world. Place they're living, because I mean, there's there's other princes and princesses too in the world. I mean, there's not really many princesses. I feel like. Okay, so we have Danny and Dorian. We have Monica, who's a princess. Who else do we have? Uh, Nico, who's like some ragtag kid. <laughs> We got some guy who works at a coffee shop. I forgot his name. Mark. Mark. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Nobody cares about Mark. Oh, I like Mark. I like Mark. <laughs> okay, fine. We got some fun little witch characters like Alex and her group. There's the old guy they live with, right? Oh, yeah, the old Mr. guy. Mr. Pendragon. Very mysterious. And then there's also another mysterious character named Damien, right? Oh, yeah, Damien. And William, the prince that Monica is trying to rescue from the wishes. So it's got a pretty good cast of characters. Yeah. So one thing I was wondering is, can you tell the difference between all these characters? What do you think of the art? I can tell the difference. Sometimes it's just looking at the hair color. but And the text color. It's easy to recognize Monica because she always wears really poofy dresses and has curly hair. Pink curly hair. <laughs> and the twins are easy to spot because they 
they just wear black and white mostly. And they just, they have big eyes. <laughs> I did get Damien confused with Mark a bit. Well, Damien's hair is, like, white and Mark's hair is black. Oh, wait, I mean, Dorian, sorry. Dorian and Mark, because they both have black yeah, hair. Yeah, I think the only difference is that Mark is taller and his eyes are smaller. Yeah, their text is almost the exact same color, too. Yeah, the main way that you can tell which character's talking is that the text is colored for whichever character is talking, which sometimes confused me because the speech bubbles didn't come from the mouth of the character talking, it was just the color of the character. And so I was able to recognize which one was talking most of the time, but sometimes I'd have to read things over again and be like, oh, that's what that character said. That makes more sense. So you like that color-coded text? Mm -hmm. Well, I think I'd rather if it was color-coded and they come from the mouths of the characters talking because sometimes it was a bit confusing. Sometimes it does, but other times it doesn't. It's just random text floating. What about the panel order, the order in which you read them, did did that confuse you at all? Not really. Yeah, may, like a bit at the start, but then I got used to it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt like some of them, some of the pages just felt really hard for me to read. I wasn't sure where I was supposed to go to next, and I don't know if that's just the result of it having been a webtoon and then converted into a book. Maybe. Or maybe it's just you're not used to graphic novels. I've read lots of graphic novels. <laughs> graphic novels of today. I think mostly for me, it was less knowing where to go on the page, but like where, which speech bubble to read first sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that was where I had most of my difficulty. So color-wise, what do you think of the colors used? I like the colors. Yeah, the colors really add a whole like layer to the story. I also like... How there's colors like on the outside of the pages, like some pages are black and sad and the others are like a white background and it's all nice and it's interesting. I like the colors for that one time that they went to the beach. With the giant squid? Yeah. <laughs> I was all very bright. So if you had to pick a genre for this, what genre or genres do you think the story fits in? Fantasy. Fantasy best probably fantasy adventure a bit of romance in there yeah i was kind of leaning toward teen drama romance <laughs> <laughs> i mean it it is very fantasy oriented because they're witches and they're doing magic but to me it seems like a lot of the book has to do with these various love triangles or there's a lot of love triangles yeah <laughs> love quadrangles or <laughs> to me it felt like this could be about five seasons of a show on the CW or something. It, it, uh, you know, for, first they're mad, then they're okay. And then they're mad and then they're mad at someone else, but no, then they make up and then the next page they're mad again. And it felt very melodramatic. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying it's bad, but that's just, that's just kind of how this, how the story goes. It's a fun way of doing a drama. Which character was your favorite? I asked this a while ago, and then none of you said anything. Well, yeah, because we can't just start out and say which character's favorite, because our listeners don't know what we're talking about. Personally, I like Monica. I think she's she's fun. She's got quite an attitude. You know, being the princess, she wants to get her way. I think she's, she's one of the more colorful characters. I, the twins are always wearing black, but she has fun, colorful dresses. And Danny's my favorite. 
I like her character. Yeah, I was going to say Danny's my favorite too. She has multiple sides, and she just feels the most like connectable with. I also like Mark. I thought Nico was kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. I liked his. I liked him though, but he was annoying. Like he was mean. Was he mean, or do you think he was just kind of misunderstood? Or, or when we find out his history a bit. I mean, almost everyone in this story has bad history. Like, I mean, he gets nicer at the end, at least. <laughs> yeah, Nico has a bit of character progression throughout this book. But otherwise, yeah, he's annoying. I feel like, do, did any of you think Monica had any character progression? I think she did. I feel like there's a hint of it, but it would be more elaborated on in other books. Maybe. Because we see at the start that she's... That when her prince goes missing, she just cries for three weeks, and then she's, like, throughout the series, starts learning to actually take action more. I guess. And she wants to take action, and then she kind of has that moment of doubt where she views all of her actions as being failures, but then uh, Dorian puts them in a different light for her, right? And then mm-hmm. she she understands that, oh yeah, I guess my actions have been making a difference. And I think in the love triangle scheme, I think she sort of is liking Dorian, although yeah, she's probably. confused about whether she should like Will or not. And then she's like, no, he's 12. Dude, he's so young. Yeah, the whole the whole age thing in here. What what do you think of the ages? I didn't realize that uh, Dorian and Danny were only twelve until like three quarters through the book. Like I thought all the characters were like fourteen or fifteen, but like Monica's the oldest and she's fourteen. <laughs> the rest of them are all twelve. Mark and is 10. older. How old is Mark? I have no idea. Yeah, Mark seems older. I I peg him as maybe sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. So Evan, do, do they? Uh, do these are these characters relatable as kids your age? Uh, a bit. It definitely seems like it would be in another universe since they're all nice. <laughs> <laughs> since they're all nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and they can do magic, I suppose. You know that too, just a bit though. I thought it was interesting that like the non-magic people or the non-witches could also learn to do magic. And they like, because I started wondering, is, like, a witch something that someone is just born as? Or is, like, a, do you, can, are you able to learn to be a witch? I feel like everyone has, like, a specific witch potential. They just don't want to be one because if you're a witch, you die at the stake. <laughs> so the art style of this book, how would you describe it? Hmm. To me, it has its influences in manga, but it does seem a, a bit different. Like, the author has taken it in her own direction. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. It's a style that's kind of similar to lots of other webtoons where it's like sort of anime-like, but it also has this more cartoony style. It It's extremely cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just, just looking at the cover, it, it just kind of makes you feel, oh, they're so cute. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because so much of the book is like about like murder and war. <laughs> Although for being about murder and war, there's really not much violence in it. No. There are violent, like, subjects, but only, like, one person got murdered that I can think of, but... Spoilers! Hey, somebody getting murdered isn't that much of a spoiler if it's a book about war. And But did that person affect you when that happened? Did you feel anything? Yeah, it was sad because I like them. Yeah. 
I feel like the characters' reactions really affected me. So that helped the story along, and it, and it paid off. Mm, it wasn't yeah. a main character. That's too bad. That character should have stayed alive. Mm. Was one of the better characters. So as for the story, I'm not sure if this was just me. It felt like the plot jumped around a little. Meaning, from page to page, it, it seems like it would sort of meander into this plot and that plot. And it. I often felt that there were panels that were just missing. Like, I'm missing something of the story, and I couldn't figure out if that was just maybe something that got lost in translation, but then... But but I th- believe that she writes in English, even though that she's Spanish. So, I don't know. Did did you notice anything like that? It's probably because of the webcomic, most of it. Like, the webcomic would just, like, end on a specific part, and then, like, it flashes forward a bit. And... Yeah, because there's a lot of times that I would just turn a page and suddenly it'd be a different scene, then the next page would also be a different scene. And it just it went really fast. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's what I'm talking about. To me, that came across as being very disjointed. So I, I, it would often leave me confused as to, wait, what's going on now? Because you'd have a few panels of this, and then suddenly a few panels of that, and then and then you're back. And I, I don't know. It, it just to me, it felt like it was jumping around. I think I just remember this one scene where they're in the car with these people, or like they're witches, but they're nice witches, and they're like in a giant car with them or something. And there's just a bunch of characters, and it keeps... And there's just, like, three different little mini-scenes going on, but they're all, like, on the same page, and I was a little confused. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, again, I don't know if that works better online versus a book form. Hard to say. Probably. There's a plot in the webcomic that I feel like doesn't get touched on as much in this. It's Nico and Pendragon's relationship. Because we don't see it as much as we do in this book from, like, the short time that I checked on the webcomic. So you're saying the book shows more? The webcomic shows more of their relationship. Nico and Pendragon. I mean, because I feel I got their relationship in this book. It's more in the latter half of the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. But there's a lot more of it. So what do you think of the length of this book? It's 380-some pages. Of course, that's not solid text. It's a lot of art and pictures. And I did notice that it took me a lot longer to read than most graphic novels because yeah. there's a lot packed onto each page, and there's like over 300 pages. <laughs> For being a graphic novel, each page took me like about as long as it takes me to read a normal page of a book that doesn't have any pictures. Mm-hmm. Just because like, you look at all the characters and read all the text a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it it's very dense. So, yeah, it took a few days for me to make my way through it. Wonder if the second one's also ran that long. Uh, when we saw it in the store, I think it was it felt about the same thickness, don't you think, Kevin? Yeah, I would say. Also, I like how in the second one and just looking at the webcomic online, the characters age progressively. Mm. So Dorian does turn 13. <laughs> he does turn 13. <laughs> I, I think, like, at the end, he's, like, 20. At the end of the second oh book? Oh, my gosh. No, like, at the end of the whole series. Uh, or he's probably older than 20. What? How far does it go? <laughs> it goes a long time. Some of the plots are just so short that they just keep going. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's a long book series. So how many episodes are in the webtoon? 222. Wow. And what does an episode equate to this book? Because the book has chapters. Is that an episode or or is an episode just thing. a few pages? This book ends at about episode 75. Oh, okay. But the book has, what, maybe 20 chapters? Yeah. So it's three episodes per chapter or something? Yeah. <laughs> there are also like a bit of added extra episodes in there a bit. So. Yeah, because there's all those extras at the end of the book. Yeah, I read them, but they didn't they didn't really do much for me. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to make of those. Yeah, I didn't really read them. I just kind of briefly skimmed through them. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, when I read webtoons, I don't really read the extras that much, just because I'm like, but I want to see the story. All right, so having finished this book, are you interested in reading the next volume? Definitely. Yeah, I'd want to read the next one. Does it... How do you feel the story ends? Is it ends on a cliffhanger? Is it just going to continue? Somewhat a cliffhanger. Mm, it sort of ends right after, like, a giant battle. So, yeah. You want to see what the characters do next. Because there's, like, a reveal at the end of the book. Final thoughts and ratings? Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give the art a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art. I think it's cute. I think it's fun. It's vibrant and colorful. It's really easy for me to tell all the characters apart. Um, yeah, so I really like that. Story-wise, I don't know. Like I said, it to me it felt kind of like it jumped around a, a bit. So, I, I mean, I enjoyed the story, but it something just felt odd to me when I was reading it. So I'm going to give it maybe a 6 out of 10 on the story. So I guess I'll just average it to 8 out of 10. I'd also give it a 10 out of 10 for the art. Like, it was really cool, and sometimes it was really pretty. And uh, I'd probably give it, like, a 7 out of 10 on the story, because I thought the story was pretty cool. Like, it jumped around a lot, but it was a cool concept of, like, witches versus non-witches. So, yeah, I'd give it an 8 out of 10, too. I agree with everything when I said, except I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Okay, with that done, now it is time for... Fortune Cookies! Fortune Cookies! My fortune for this week is, careful thinking will command respect. Mine is, don't get so caught up in the daily grind that you never find any time to enjoy yourself. And my fortune this week is, do not worry about holding the high position, worry rather about playing your proper role. That's a good birthday fortune. That's a good birthday fortune? <laughs> yeah. I'm super... supposed to play my role? <laughs> yeah. Be the birthday person. Oh, okay. Right. Play your role as a birthday boy. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can check us out on lunchboxreaction.net, not on Twitter anymore. And we'll see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gonna... Thanks to my co-host, Linnea. That's me. Are we just going to not mention the... Two-letter thing every episode. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Then Brian. That's me. So long, everyone. And we'll see you next week at the lunch table. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.